Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. Welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism Podcast Marathon. We have got a Glaswegian ray of sunshine. It is <laughs> Emma Jo. Hiya, Emma Jo. Hello, Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi. No, you can't Good. see Emma Jo, but she is looking like, as I Fabulous. say, like a ray of sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was sunny again so the brightest thing that I own to my wardrobe is on and I just hope that the sunshine continues for the rest of the week I mean it could be raining in five minutes for all I know but yeah <laughs> now Emma Jo you was on quite recently talking yeah. to us we was talking about PDA did you just want to give us a little recap of what PDA is Absolutely. So PDA, from what I know, is known as pathological demand avoidance. Also known, some people would like rather call it anxiety driven demand avoidance. And that is where an individual really finds it difficult to follow through with any requests. Any at all. Those could be standard daily activities or requests, things like putting shoes on, getting dressed by a certain time. They really find it difficult and the behavior that you would see would be, you know, outbursts, you know, refusing to follow through with the task. And there's lots of different strategies that you have to use to try and support that person around kind of complying with what you're asking. And it's all about using declarative language. So finding really clever ways to almost trick that person into doing what you need them to do. And there's lots of bargaining involved, um, you know, not so much reward systems but for example if they were to ask to do something that would perhaps be fun to them like playing on the computer say yeah that's great you can play the computer if you can bring down all those cups or yeah you can play the computer but let's finish this learning activity for example if you were in the classroom so yeah that's what I know of it in a nutshell it can be quite difficult I suppose for anyone who's supporting a young person with those needs and that behavior can also probably come across if the young person is older as just typical teen bad behavior like traits so it's really important that we kind of start to identify the difference between typical teenage behavior for example you know even if a child wants to refuse to do something and the difference between PDA so it's pretty complex. So last time we spoke we were talking about whether PDA was diagnosed in Scotland. Yes. So I think you have found out some more information since we last spoke haven't you? I did so really honestly like a few days after we'd spoken I think I had said Jess it can be diagnosed here now but it was pretty new and it was pretty, quite challenging for it to be identified and I had spoken to a social worker and she had told me that in Scotland in her experience it was not diagnosed actually the children that she had supported who had a diagnosis had paid their families had paid quite a considerable amount of money to go through 
and have that done privately. And there are places in Glasgow that will do that, private clinics with psychologists and things that will do the exact same process, you know, the same forms, same format to get those um, identifications. But she said that when she was in meetings, now we call them kind of TAC meetings or talking around the child meetings or GERFIC, you know, getting it right for every child, whatever those meetings may be. If you were talking about a child who had a PDA diagnosis, but it was private, you would have to state they have been diagnosed, but it's been in a private set in the private sector. Now, right. I didn't really understand why. If it's a health professional that's identified those needs, then I suppose it still stands. It's still a diagnosis. So I've yet to find some more out about that. I don't know if any of your listeners will know any more about that. Maybe they could share it with us. But I was surprised. I was actually really surprised to hear that. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, well, thank you for that update. Oh. Also, when we're touching on PDA, yeah, some parents, obviously, were parents of children who have SEN so we totally get it but there are other people who Mm -hmm. would think oh come on really yeah I'll just been a bit being difficult because I'm good stern discipline rule you know set them on their way do you know what I've probably (laughs) been that parent at the very beginning of our at the very beginning of our entire journey when you don't understand maybe all of the ins and outs of what autism looks like and maybe you don't understand that it is a complete spectrum and that kids can mask really well, I have probably been guilty of being that parent. But it's when you put these things in place and then you realise, hold on a minute, why is this not working? Or you have more than one child and you realise, hold on a minute, it works for Mm. that child but not this child, that you start yourself to educate yourself and I suppose there always will be adults that will question the validity of the identification or the language around it and I you know I've, I've been in rooms I've heard the conversations it's about labeling children why do people want a label for their child but what it comes down to this is my opinion I don't know Christelle um ladies you might completely disagree or have your own views but I think it's just about having a level of understanding when that child gets to a certain age, if they choose not to share or talk about their identification, then that is completely their choice. But when we are their parents and we are trying to advocate for them and get them what they need, we need a level of understanding. And yeah, that's what it's about. Do you know what I mean? And No, yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, I don't know if you will agree or what, anything that's supportive of an SEN child or an autistic child or a child with ADHD or any of those needs it's good for all children it's good for all children it's good for all children to have a timetable it's good for all children to use non-verbal communication it's good for all children to have clear direction you know and I suppose when we're talking about PDA that is a little bit different because you're talking about avoiding demands and how could you introduce that to other children who are quite happily going to go along with what you ask but I suppose if you put it back to dealing with teenagers if you can look at those skills and think, well, my teenager might be tricky when he's older or she might be tricky when she's older, is there a way that we can use those strategies to support them? So I do think, although it is difficult for parents and others to understand what's going on, there's no harm in using the skills that us, as the, let's be honest, the parents or the experts are using. You know what I mean? We yeah. can share that with other people. So yeah, there probably is a lot of scepticism. If that's even a word, might have just but made that up. <laughs> I 
think it is. But that is what this week is about, isn't it? It's Autism yes. Awareness Week. And it should be what every day is about. Thank you so yeah. much for coming to join us. No problem. Where can we find you on Instagram? You'll find me at Just Emma Jo um, on Instagram. So check me out. Check me out. Check the page out. Check we the can post check out. you out. Check her out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no thank you so much for having me on I've had lots of other people been listening to your podcast and they've really loved it so um, it's been so helpful for others as well oh, these are doing you amazing so things much. thank no, you thank Emma you. Jo and um, yeah we'll speak to you soon bye bye, bye. thank you